This is the Top Entrepreneurs Podcast, where founders share how they started their companies and got filthy rich or crash and burn. Each episode features revenue numbers, customer counts, and other insider information that creates business news headlines. We went from a couple of hundred thousand dollars to 2.7 million. I had no money when I started the company. It was $160 million, which is the size of many IPOs. We're bootstrapped. We have like 22,000 customers. With over 5 million downloads in a very short amount of time, major outlets like Inc. are calling us the fastest growing business show on iTunes. I'm your host, Nathan Latka, and here's today's episode. Hello, everyone. My guest today is Vijay Basani. He's a serial entrepreneur with a track record of building successful businesses delivering enterprise-class solutions. Before starting his current company, Sigilent, he was he founded AppIQ, an application storage resource management provider acquired by Hewlett Packard in October 2005, and Web Managed Technologies, a policy-driven content delivery solution provider acquired by Network Appliance in August 2000. Vijay, are you ready to take us to the top? That's correct, yeah. Okay, good. So tell us about Sig- uh, Sigilant. What do you guys do and what's your business model? How do you make money? Sigilant is in the business of helping companies of all sizes uh, with cybersecurity. Specifically, our motto is that every company, respect of the size of the company, deserves an enterprise-class security program to protect themselves against never-ending cyber attacks as well as compliance mandates. And what's the business model? Is it a pure play SaaS? We are a uh, SaaS uh, security as a service provider. Okay. Uh, and what's the average? I mean, are you talking enterprise or small business? What's the average customer paying per month, would you say? We tend to focus on sub-5% employee company uh, uh, segment. And the the, the average uh, uh, payment is anywhere from you know, $25,000 to $50,000 per year. Per year. Okay, got it. So on the low side, we'll say $25,000 annually, which what does that come out to? About 2000 bucks a month. And um, walk me through more of the backstory here. So you had some successful exits in your past. Why jump into the cybersecurity space and what year did you launch the company in? So if you look at the cybersecurity space, um, in the last 15 plus years, we have seen the market evolve pretty rapidly. Um, now, I, can't, I tend to compare cybersecurity to something similar to the uh, human medical field where uh, the, the the new problems continue to come up every you know, two, three years, and the old problems don't go away. Just like the way in humans, you know, the, new, the old diseases continue to exist, and the new diseases continue to be invented. And uh, while we uh, discover new drugs, the, the old problems, health problems, continue to be uh, prevalent out there. Similarly, in the cybersecurity space in the last 15 years plus, we have seen that the 15-year-old problems don't go away. They are still very effective. And every you know, 12 to 24 months, a new type of threat or new type of headache is invented or introduced into the market segment. And new types of technologies are introduced. And as a result, we have seen in the last 15 years, the security stack, I'm sorry, security stack uh, continue to get uh, more, more and more complex. And in addition to that, cybersecurity by its nature is a very complex area. And to manage these uh, technologies, you need expertise. Uh, somebody coming fresh out of school will not be able to uh, do an effective job. They need hands-on training. So you like that because the barrier, the barrier to entry is a bit higher? Barrier to entry is higher, and also the challenge is extremely difficult. 
uh, the problem that we're trying to solve is very, very difficult to solve. So did AppIQ, I mean, did that touch cybersecurity? Like why were you uniquely positioned? What did you learn already about cybersecurity prior to starting the company? Um, actually, you no. Know, when we started Sigilent, you know, we used to be called EIQ Networks. And what uh, year was that, by the way? In 2001, we started the company. Uh, initially, we were in the in the firewall analysis and SIM log management space. And over time, we realized that uh, it is not just the technology that is going to solve the problem. You need people, process, and technology to really effectively help solve these never-ending, escalating cybersecurity threats for our customers. And, and in the last about four years ago, uh, we went and uh, said, oh, no, we need to provide an effective, comprehensive, complete solution to the mid-market segment because majority of the attacks are beginning to take place in this segment, mid-market segment. And this market segment tends to have you know, few challenges. One is uh, they're always challenged with uh, uh, security budgets. Their budgets tend to be you know, small. Um, they tend to have you know, very, very few number of security professionals on the staff. You know, in our survey, we found out that 75% of these market segment customers tend to have uh, two or less security professionals on their team. Uh, so if you are serious about security, uh, you need 24-7 vigilance in terms of understanding what is happening, getting visibility into your environment, and actively monitoring your environment to figure out what where the potential weak links are what are what is being exploited yep. so vijay i think sorry i don't mean to cut you off but i want to get as much in as possible in the time that we have so i think i understand kind of where you're going and, and why it's important but for you i mean where was your brain at in 2001 when you launched this thing and also i i thought you said you, you sold app iq in 2005 so were you working on this company while you were still building app iq that is correct yes got it okay so so did you build Sigilent because you needed that product at AppIQ, and then you said, "Wow, actually, a lot of people need this." Uh, actually, we we started. Uh, I started com two companies at the same time, uh, separately. I see. And, and when we started Sigilent, at that time, there was a need for firewall analysis uh, and reporting. And over time, that evolved into security information management, log management uh, space. And in the last, uh, as I said, in the, this space has evolved and the company has evolved and our strategy has evolved over time. Now, when you sold in 2005 to Hewlett Packard, I mean, was that a meaningful financial event for you or was that like a soft landing kind of thing? That was a very meaningful uh, uh, exit. Okay. What was the exit? Was it public? Uh, it was uh, sold for about $280 million. $280 million. And how big was the team when you sold it? We were, as a company, over 100 people. Okay, and what did your founding team look like? Was it just you or? Uh, I had two other co-founders. Okay, uh, two founders, got co-founders. it. And did you bootstrap that company or raise? We raised a ton of uh, VC money. Like m more than 100 million? About 30 plus million dollars. About 30 million. Now, what about on, on this one, on Sigilent? Have you raised capital or are you bootstrapping? We, initially, we bootstrapped and then we raised uh, money. To date, we have raised a total of $38 million. Okay, so you're very much a, cre a creature of pattern then, huh? That's correct. All right. And what are you at now today in terms of total customers using the platform? We have uh, several hundred customers using this uh, uh, Sigilent platform right now. Okay. So can we say maybe between 300 and 600? Is that fair? That's correct. Yeah. Okay, great. And what are you doing to acquire these customers? I mean, you're in the mid-market. This is a very kind of popular space. You have no before that's kind of in stew. They're kind of playing below market, lower price points. And then you have very and then you have enterprise solutions above you charging, you know, a million per year. So you are focused in the middle. How are you acquiring these kinds of customers? 
we are uh, we use inside sales model uh, so we have a, a pretty decent sized inside sales team how big uh, uh, we have about 30 plus people oh wow and what's the total team size in total, we have 170 people in the company. 170, okay, 30. So wow, so about 20% of the team is inside sales, great. And they're following a typical playbook or have you altered the playbook at all? Yes, we do. We do have a, a typical inside sales uh, playbook. Uh, we also have a small number of uh, channel partners. Okay, Does now if you look at kind of new revenue each month, what percentage comes through channel partners versus direct via your channels? I would say about 20% comes from the channel partners. Oh, wow. From uh, inside sales. Okay, and how do you how do you incentivize the channel partners? Are they taking thirty percent of ACV or what? We tend to give anywhere from ten to thirty percent of the ACV. Dude, Vijay, you're a nice guy. Well, no, we we do care about our partners. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you cybersecurity guys, you're supposed to be tough. You're supposed to keep the bad guys out, but you're giving away thirty percent. So that's good. You make your channel partners happy. That's correct. Yeah. All right. Now, as you're building a company, you're looking at scale. Talk to me about unit economics. I mean, what do you like to keep your payback period under? We tend to, our goal is to get it below 18 months. Okay. What are you at now, like 20? We are not closer to about 20 plus. Okay, 20 plus. Okay. How yeah. do you, so are you able, I mean, that's much longer than what most people would try and be at, but are you able to kind of afford that because you've raised cash so you don't have a huge cash gap problem? That's correct. And also, uh, because of the problem that we're trying to solve, you know, we tend to have pretty good stickiness. So our churn rate is very low. How low? Uh, uh, it's negative churn rate. Okay. And so ne- net and negative revenue churn? Net negative revenue churn. So as a result, you know, we, we can uh, confidently say that we, we will be profitable and we can make a pretty decent amount of money over the, over the long run. Yeah. When you take that churn number and you just do it, I know this is a little bit unfair, but you do it just on a logo basis annually. What is churn on a logo basis gross annually? On a dollar basis, on the logo basis, we probably have you know, anywhere from two to you know, five percent churn rate annually but or on monthly. On annual basis, that's really still really and, good. Yes, and the dollar churn rate, including the expansion and cross sell, it's uh, we, we have negative churn rate. How negative? Uh, we are averaging about three to five percent. That's 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 pretty good. Okay, that's good. And then. Um, are you, I mean, are you losing a lot of dollars every month? Like how much do you have to make in terms of expansion to get back, get back to even growth? Very small, very small amount. Like less than 5%? That's correct. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So that's really healthy. Now, what are some of the levers you're pulling to drive up contract value year over year? Is it just number of seats or number of device covered or is it other feature you know, aspects? So for us at Sigilent, uh, you know, we want to be the most customer-centric company in the security space. You know, if you really look at it, security by nature is very difficult to deliver. Um, we as a company have ingrained in our DNA that we want to focus on customer centricity. So you know, we are one of the first companies to publicly you know, announce our net promoter score. We put it on our website. Uh, we have the best in, uh, uh, NPS and CES scores in the industry. Uh, we really focus on making our customers successful, not just get a checkbox against a compliance regulation, but all actually helping them detect issues, provide them guidance on how to go about fixing them before they become an enterprise-wide problem. And that has been helping us expand our uh, seats in our customer uh, over time uh, and also increase the total amount of money they're paying us over time. Guys, big news. Last month was a huge month for the company I recently acquired, which was www.thetopinbox.com. I liked the company so much when I met the person who created it. It lets you send emails later on Gmail. 
set up reminders like snooze almost to keep your inbox clean, do things like send auto follow-ups and do open tracking so you know when your emails get opened. It's great if you're in sales or CEO or trying to be more productive. So listen, I bought the whole company on the spot and I wanna tell you how I did it. I've showed the deal, by the way, to big, smart people, private equity firms, VCs, and they're dumbfounded. They go, Nathan, how did you do this? We've never seen a deal like this. How did you do this? So I did an unbelievable deal, and I wanna show you the income report. So for me to send you the income report, go to www.thetopinbox.com, click the red button that says install this on Gmail, and when you do that, my email will appear. It'll appear in a little uh, Gmail pop-up window. Send me an email, and I'll reply immediately with the income report, and you can see how I'm buying and growing small B2B SaaS companies. That's www.thetopinbox.com. Totally free to try and use. www.thetopinbox.com. Considering these healthy economics, you know, very low churn, super high MPS score, what do you assume lifetime value is of these customers? We believe that it's going to be over five years. Over five years. Okay. And I mean, people can do the math, right? So at over five years and annual contracts, you know, over 25 grand, you can assume, you know, on average, what people are, people are worth, you know, well over 125. Easily. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's the minimum. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. And then backing back to your payback period, you know, at 20 months there and people are paying about two grand a month. You're just, to, I want to make sure I got this right. You're willing to spend about up to 40 grand to acquire these guys. Uh, something around, uh, around that 40 to 50 grand uh, is going to be our you know, yeah. CAC. Yeah. And that's a, a, that's fully weighted, including salaries of onboarding and sales teams, right? That's correct. Yes. Do you yeah. do a lot of direct paid stuff or no? Um, we do, when it's a direct paid, you're talking about uh, advertisements. That's right. Uh, we don't really, uh, no. what we have done is we invest heavily in the SEO uh, side of the uh, business. Uh, we do you know, pretty good amount of outbound uh, calling. And in terms of kind of growing the company, how fast are you growing year over year? We have been averaging over 100% growth rate for the last three years. That's incredible. That's incredible. Yeah, I mean at a minimum, if you got 300 customers paying at least two grand a pop per month, which takes you to the 25 grand a year ACV on minimum. I mean, you're well over the, you're well over the, you know, $8 million AR run rate at this point, right? Yes. Yeah. Have you brought, well, I won't push you more there, but when do you, what, what year, what year do you think if you keep doubling, I mean, what year do you think you'll break call like 50 million? We expect to be cash flow positive uh, sometime next year. Okay. And uh, uh, I think, from there, uh, maintaining the, the profitability margin is uh, very important for us. It's not just a top-line growth. We believe that we can build this business into a 20-plus person net margin business. Um, we have a pretty, very healthy gross margin. Uh, like we, above 85%? No, given that we have a human component involved with, uh, in, in, in our service delivery, uh, it's not a pure software as a service, right? We also have actually service component attached to it. Um, uh, we are driving towards 70 plus percent gross, gross margin. Okay, that's that's still super healthy. So, I mean, look, yeah. if we assume we're doing somewhere around 10-ish right now, you're doubling year over year. I mean, is it fair to say you think, does 2020 look realistic for a 50 million AR? Correct, yeah. Awesome. Well, have, Vijay, we'll have to have you back on. We'll be glad to be on. <laughs> okay, very good. Let's wrap up here with the famous five. Number one, what was the last business book that you read? Um, the the last business book uh, is uh, the uh, uh, Michael Porter's book. It's a summary of Michael Porter's book. 
understanding Michael Porter. Yeah, that's a good one. Number two, is there a CEO you're currently following or studying? Uh, I love uh, Jeff Bezos. Um, ever since I read the uh, the Everything Store uh, book, uh, I have uh, started paying very close attention to uh, how he runs the book and what he uh, how he runs the company and what he focuses on. Uh, that has been a very good model for us uh, from a customer centricity perspective. Number three, what's your favorite online tool? Um, Audible. Audible? That's, <laughs> yes. That's a good one. Lots of books. And uh, how many hours of sleep do you get every night? I, I sleep over eight hours. That's good. And days, yeah. That's really healthy. What's your situation? Married, single, you have kids? I'm single. Single, no kiddos yet? With uh, with a four-legged uh, uh, kiddo. That counts. That counts. All right. <laughs> no kids yet. And Vijay, how old are you? I'm 51. 51. Last question. Take us back 31 years. What do you wish your 20-year-old self knew? Um. I was in engineering college. I just finished engineering college at the time, uh, getting ready to come to the U.S. for my MBA. Uh, what do you wish you advice, knew? What would I advise I would do? I would give, um, I would not do anything different than what I did. Not Nothing sure. necessarily different. It's, it's not something you regret. It's just something you wish you knew. I wish I knew. So, um, I would say that uh, having born in India, uh, I think if I had uh, educated myself more about the U.S., uh, that probably would have helped me better. Uh, yep. That you know, if I have to go back and think about it, that would be one thing I would probably do differently. There you guys have it from Vijay. He would have learned and studied a little bit more about the U.S. earlier on in his career. He's had many successes. His last company sold for well over $240 million bucks to uh, Hewlett Packard. At the same time that he launched that company, actually also launched his current company, uh, Sigilant, which is focused on the cybersecurity space for the mid-market with annual contract values well north of twenty-five grand annually. He has over 300 customers doing over $8 million a year in revenue, almost doubling year over year for the past three years, on track to continue doing that with super healthy unit economics, 5% growth gross logo churn annually and negative 5% net negative revenue churn. So healthy growth payback periods a little high, but he can afford it because they've raised uh, about uh, 38 million bucks. So they have some time there and the customers are very, very sticky. Thank you so much for Jay for taking us to the top. Thank you very much for your time.